Welcome everybody to the Stoke It Up podcast, a podcast encouraging you in your journey with God. I'm Alan Stoddard and I am your host. I'm coming to you from the lakeside town of Granbury, Texas, stoking you up. I want to encourage you this season to start thinking about Easter and to get ready for Easter. Resurrection Sunday is March 31st. And there are certain things that we can do as pastors, leaders, and servants in the church to be ready for Easter. Easter can be an an excellent season for things to change in the church. Well, the Stoke It Up podcast is a part of the CGN media family. I hope you'll check that out in the social media handles for CGN. And maybe you're going, well, what's CGN? Calvary Global Network. This is a Calvary Chapel styled uh, revivalistic uh, podcast, and we're excited about what's going on with it. So check us out there. Well, let's talk about Easter. Let's think about it. And what are you going to do to be ready? There's still plenty of time for you to get ready. Let me share with you uh, four things that I would encourage you to do with this Easter season. One, you got to get on it right now, and it won't be difficult, is you got to mobilize people for prayer. Easter is a great time for people to do evangelism, but evangelism is no good if we are not praying. So you got to mobilize the people of God to prayer. One of the things I've learned in the last 20 years in ministry is that I'm not the best prayer. I'm not the most passionate intercessory praying person, although I do love prayer meetings. But I've noticed that I can seek to pray more and pray the way I want to and feel good about the encounter and season. Also, I've learned mobilizing the people of God is crucial. If pastors would spend as much time mobilizing the people of God in prayer, they would see refreshing and revival in their own churches. I want to encourage you to develop an eight-day prayer guide. I'm preparing one right now for the church planting network that I'm a part of here locally in Granbury, Texas at Granbury Baptist Church, the E3 Church Planting Network. I'm preparing one for our churches to use, and all of our churches are going to pray uh, the same styled and guided prayers, and prayerfully, we're going to be doing some prayer meetings. Prayerfully, we're going to be doing an evening of prayer and worship, but how can you mobilize for Easter? The first priority ought to be mobilizing the people of God for prayer. How do you do that? Okay. You said an eight-day period. I was going to go 21 days, and I woke up a couple of days. They were going, what are you thinking? Man, you don't go 21 days out of the first shot of the year. We're going to do eight days, and I'm going to start next week to encourage pastors to begin getting their leaders and servants praying. How do you do that? You got to create a guide. If you're interested in the guide that I'm doing, by the way, I'm more than willing to share it with you. You could change it up a little bit, make it your own, get people praying. But people need something in their hand. People need to be mobilized. They're busy. 
They're not going to do prayer easily either. So you want to mobilize people for praying. So how do you do it? Put something in their hand. It could be a bulletin insert. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it on a piece of paper. I would use cardstock. You can create something in Canva pretty easy. You may want to do a bulletin insert, just a eight and a half by 11 cut in half, but you may want to only use half of it. And you definitely want to put that on cardstock also. Keep it simple. It doesn't need to have a color design or anything like that. If you have a media team that can do that, cool, but it doesn't need to do that. Mobilize your people for prayer. Give them a card and give them some things that are very simple to be praying toward Easter. Now, you really want to start it this coming weekend in your in your public worship service. You want to mobilize the, the crowds to praying. So set apart a time this weekend to start praying for revival in your town, to pray for people who don't come to church, to start praying and get people to pray. Make the prayer time on Sunday morning. Make that a unique moment. Don't make it weird. Don't freak people out beyond the normal, but push them beyond the normal. In other words, you may want to have some music playing, uh, somebody playing a light guitar, and ask people to follow prayer prompts on the screen that you de you design. Um, you may want to have people uh, just stand and maybe hold their hands out with their hands up, and you lead them in a corporate prayer. Or another option is you do a concoction of that, and you let people pray for about one minute in silence in the room, and just tell them, pray for your neighbors, pray for that person, that one person that you want to lead to the Lord this year, and just lead them in a guided season, a guided couple of moments in prayer that's longer than usual, but not too long. And you can do that for the next few weeks, and you're going to mobilize your people for prayer. Here's what Ed Silvoso said in his book, Evangelistic Praying. He said, talk to God about your neighbors before you talk to your neighbors about God. So mobilize your people for prayer. If you have a prayer ministry, stoke them up. If you don't have a prayer ministry, maybe this is the season where you say, I want to get us a prayer ministry going and start with your staff, start with your volunteer leaders, get your volunteer leaders to mobilize the leaders that are on their teams and get the entire church praying. And you're going to see the fire of God fall like in Acts 2. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit of God will fall on the church in this Easter season. The second thing that you got to do is communicate. So mobilization, number one, and then communication. You need, I suggest, to get some Easter invite cards going pretty fast. Uh, communicate to your church the services you're going to do on Easter. Maybe you're, are you going to add a service? Are you going to do the same times? And are you going to publicize the services out in social media? Where could you put up some flyers to attract people? Maybe you go to Walmart and just stand out front and do some pre-evangelism by handing out invite cards. You want to communicate to your entire staff, your church, everybody. You want to communicate to them what you're going to be doing. 
And then the next one is evangelism. Now, I've already hit on it a little bit with the idea of pre-evangelism, but get people praying. And you may want to communicate, communication. You may want to give them another card. You could do it this week. You could say, write down, it's a small, make a small card for them. And maybe like a three by five, you don't even have to make it. Just go get three by five cards. And everybody in the service gets one of these cards. And you're going to take a moment in that prayer time and say, I want you to write down the name of one person that you're going to invite to church for Easter. Say, man, won't you come to Easter with us? And then invite th that person or that family, invite them for food after. It's crucial that you do that. Now, they may not take you up on that. But invite them for fellowship. With Easter, you're not just doing for Easter. I've invited people for Easter, and they don't come on Easter, but they come later. They think about it for a while. So now I'm stoked up. They're thinking about it, and then they come later. Uh, we are to sow the seeds of the gospel. God brings the harvest. So evangelism. Get an invite card. Get a prayer card for your people, and then maybe the next week, get an invite card that says something like, pray for Fort Worth. I have a friend named Eric Vance in South Fort Worth, Texas, and he's created a little pray for Fort Worth card, and he has an invite to the church, Southside Community Church, there uh, on the other side of the card. When he passes those out. It says, pray for Fort Worth. He goes out into the community. He hands those out and says, would you be willing to pray for our city? And I'll tell you, it's an excellent bridge for talking to people about Christ. It's an excellent bridge to invite them to church. It's an excellent bridge to share the gospel with them. So get an invite card. And you may want to say resurrection on one side, or you may want to say Easter invite in bold letters. And then on the other side, put the website, put the service times, and hand those cards out. The more you get your people inviting people to church this Easter season will set the tone for the next evangelistic thing that will happen in your church, not event-wise, but through the normal disciple walk of your people, of the people in the church you serve, their normal routine in life, just being disciples of Jesus, we got to get people inviting. I always like to say this, and some of my evangelism friends don't like it, but we must get people inviting people to church before they're going to share the gospel. 95% of people in churches have never shared the gospel with anyone. Well, why is that? Well, uh, it's not my purpose today to, to deal with that. And that's probably another topic for another day. But one of the reasons is I believe we don't get them inviting people to church. And why don't they? Because really, we're, we're assuming they're doing it, but really only those stoky people are doing that. We need to resource the church. So when you get these invite cards, you're going to need hundreds of them. Because in between now and Easter, you want to invite people all over the place. You want to go for it. And I believe it blesses the heart of God when we do that. You also want to do social media blasts. You could use videos. 
you could use uh, the invite card image that you prepare. You could create one in Canva and also use that as a way to do a paid Facebook and Instagram ad that invites people to church. And you may want to do something locally that's unique. Maybe there's some businesses that would let you put up an invite. Go to places where you normally maybe wouldn't go. Go to a car wash. Go to a uh, anywhere they have a bulletin board and see if they will let you put up a flyer. We don't do a lot of that anymore, but I believe there's people in uh, laundromats and car washes that'll see that stuff and they'll go, I want to go to church on Easter. Now I want to ask you something. If one person came to church because of that, would it be worth it? It would be worth it. Now, these are some things you can do to get ready for Easter. One, mobilize the people of God for prayer, mobilization. Evangelize. We are called to the evangelization of the world through the gospel of Jesus Christ and the great commission that he gave us to go into all the world, preach the good news of Jesus, that he died for our sins, he was buried and he rose again. Repentance and faith in that uh, uh, gives us uh, eternal life and abundant life. So you get it. You get it. Now, what else? What else? Let me give you one more thing. Reflection. Reflection. A year ago, almost one year ago from right now, I went to Temple Baptist Church in DeRitter, Louisiana. We did what we call a refresh week. It's an old school revival, but it's new schooled up. In other words, we don't call it revival meeting. We don't expect people to bring their lost friends. Some people got saved at it, but we did a Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Temple Baptist Church is a church that needed to be revitalized. It was plateaued. And we went and preached messages and did it mainly on church health and encouraged those people. And the church was running about 50 then, maybe 45 to 55. Well, we baptized people during that week, but you know why it was so effective? We started praying weekly, months ahead of time. We prayed three months ahead of time. And next thing you know, God moved. We had uh, a unique worship team that came in. There was some partnership going on. What's my point right now? My friend, Richard Gill, who used to be a crack addict, who my wife pulled out of a crack house one night, he's now a communicator of the gospel from crackhead to communicator of the gospel. He's a preacher. Well, here's what this guy did. He took that, that momentum from Refresh Week, and he used that Easter season to launch off a season of revitalization. And he started learning how to disciple people one-on-one -on -one and one-on-three. He learned that small groups needed to be prioritized. They did some work on their building that has made it just, it, it was a church that probably was in, in uh, it felt like it was from the 1950s and 60s. Now it resembles something of today. 
their worship was contemporized in a way that was appropriate for the congregation. And now, just a couple of weeks ago, these guys had 73 people in their church. They've baptized 19 people since a year ago. It's possible that they're going to baptize more. Now, I'm excited about it. It's not just about the numbers, but the numbers do give us an idea of health. All of this came because we focused on Easter. We focused on a refreshing, a reorientation, a reflection on where are we and where can this church go? And it started a prayer ministry. They started a prayer room. They moved a couple of pews out of this little room that was really not being used in the back of the auditorium. And they made it into a little prayer room and God set fire on that church. Now, what might God want to do in your church? Maybe you're listening and you're an, you're a leader and maybe you're the one that needs to go stoke it up and start something small. Maybe there's no prayer meeting at your church. Maybe there's no um, season of, of praying right now. It's not too late. You could go to your pastor and 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 do it lightly, but but, and you know, don't be rude. Don't try to take anything over, but get your pastor involved and help your pastor during this season. Encourage your pastor. Easter is one of the most stressful times of the year, but it's also a great time uh, for us to come alongside our pastors and say, Pastor, how can I help mobilize the people of God for prayer? Mobilization of the people of God. They're waiting for us to mobilize them. Second, communicate. Communicate to the staff, communicate to your leaders, communicate to the church. This is what we'll be doing on Easter. And then there's evangelism. Get the people, inviting people to church, get them focused on witnessing. And to do that, we got to do some pre-evangelism. And then your social media campaign. And then, and then the fourth thing is reflection. Reflect on where you are now. Think about where you could be again uh soon revival could hit during this season this could be a time where you slingshot into the rest of the year and say those two or three things that i've wanted to get done in the church i haven't got those done well i'm gonna I, it's time to start focusing resurrect me god you know what the word resurrection means one of the definitions is uprising and that's what Jesus did when he died for our sins and he was our substitute on the cross. He laid for three days dead. And then on the third day, he led the greatest rebellion that's ever been led. When he rose from the dead, he led a rebellion against hell. And he came that we might have life and have it to the fullest. Well, that's it for the podcast this week. I hope you'll stoke somebody up. I I want to encourage you in your journey with God. If you're listening to this and we're not connected in social media, find me in social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that. And I, if I can come alongside you and partner with you in any kind of way, I would love to be a resource for you in this season. I'm not pastoring a church now. I'm just a volunteer. I serve and I just love the Lord. And um, there's no, I'm not preaching anywhere. So I've got a little bit of energy and time to burn. 
to help somebody else be successful. And that is what ministry is all about. Well, the podcast is here to encourage you in your journey with God. Paul told Timothy, Timothy, don't live in fear, but stoke it up. Fan into flame, kindle afresh the gift of God that is in you through the laying on of my hands. Stoke it up. Well, all right, everybody, let's do it. Let's go stoke it up. I'll see you back next week and I'll have another topic for you. Love you guys. Later.